Hello, and welcome to the penultimate episode of Nobody Wake the Bugbear Presents Ghosts and the Machine, our Gradient Descent campaign playing the Mothership sci-fi horror RPG. We hope you have enjoyed this crazy ride we have been on, but all good things must come to an end. This is the second last episode of the campaign. We'd like to thank all of our patrons for supporting the show. Without you, this would not have been possible. A shout out to our new patrons, Nicholas, Wonton, Skylar, and Huimer. I hope I'm saying that right. Huimer. As you know, my name is Warden, and I am the anagram of Andrew. I am joined by the Honj, John, the Mass, Sam, and the Sodge, Josh. How is everyone feeling in this moment? Sam is texting. You didn't have to put that in there. Nobody would have known. I'm good. Just stuck in podcast recording. We'll be home soon. She's actually writing notes. Wink. I'm just, I'm just leaning out. She's writing notes, so you should really reward that kind of behavior. I will. In no, turn. no, I've been deterred you forever prick. now. I've been deterred. How are you, Sam? Hashtag toxic DMs. Here we come. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad it's no longer... 4,000 degrees outside. Yet my children are still screaming in the background. <laughs> it's like nothing has changed. Yeah. yeah. Andrew keeps his children outside in the 4,000 degree heat. That's yes. why they're yeah. screaming in pain. Yeah, this is not very hot in Australia at this very moment. John, how are you feeling? Serene. I'm ready to end this. In uh, early to mid-2020... I was talking with a friend of mine in university about how often I'd wanted to play Dungeons and Dragons at a table, but never really got around to doing it properly. And he said, oh, I'm in a game. Uh, you should come along. And then I came along, played a little one shot on a boat when I was a nervous little warlock. And uh, and the friend who invited you it wasn't, wasn't even session. there. Yes. In fact, I, I remember distinctly what happened, Andrew, was I got inspiration um, for telling his character off because he was there over Discord and wasn't really paying attention. And uh, his character made a poor moral decision and I called him out on it. And uh, you commended me. And that was the beginning of many moral pillar that you have exemplified yourself over the campaigns that yes. we've played. Well, <laughs> specifically, what was important about that session was that the quest at the time was to uh, there was a statue in the boat that was causing all the mischief and all of our problems were being caused by this evil statue causing us the problems and right at the end the crew unanimously decided to chuck the statue overboard and then right at that moment Andrew said this is a statue of your patron by the way it tells you immediately stop them from throwing the statue overboard and I was put in a very very difficult position and uh, I got a stress headache from being anxious as a character. And that pattern has kind of continued for the entire course of this little show we've got. Where I'm glad just... you circled back around to the actual it, game we're playing now. It's yeah. been one long stress headache the it entire has, time. It has, it's never the moral of that story. It's never stopped. Josh, speaking of stress headaches, how are you? Ah, oh, I'm, you know, stressed and headache as ever. Um, thank you for asking. Uh, I'm... I'm, uh... You are post-surgery, are post you not? Post-surgery, and fortunately, this is, like, 
day 13 of 14 required days of recovery. So there's pretty much no major adverse effects uh, for this podcast recording. I blew my nose for the first time in the last couple of days. If uh, for anyone that's interested, it was gross. And uh, I'm looking forward to being able to breathe and all of that. As far as the podcast, though, it's a long time that this podcast has been going. And I've been here for all except for maybe two sessions. And I, uh, I feel like we just need the patrons to tell us what to do after this because it's like, what are we going to do? John's going to be gone uh, for a while. Doug's not going to be uh, available as much. Um, so, you know, I'm sure three of us will figure something I'm going to do an update, don't you worry. So, look, I, I definitely appreciate everyone's support uh, in here. And uh, follow me on Twitch. I'll be uh, there. <laughs> <laughs> you can give yourself, you can shout your name out. Yeah, look, uh, for anyone that is looking for me on social media or, or other content platforms, it's J-M-E-Z-I-A, J-Mezia. It's uh, something that I'm getting back into for the first time in probably about like 10 years. So uh, it's going to be a slow start. So if anyone does come across, say hi. Let me know, you know, some of your favorite parts from the recent episodes that you've been listening to because, uh, you know, it's always fun. If you maybe even had questions, we can always go over them. Andrew might even want to do a Q&A in the future. There was someone as a, an Italian in Boston who enjoyed <laughs> your accent. Did they actually? Yeah. That's, criti- that's good to hear because yeah. I, my first assumption was that they would fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> be deeply, deeply offended. Yeah. They'd be like, this guy sounds like a dickhead. <laughs> hey, who's this guy right here? Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here with that voice. Well, your characters have certainly come a long way since they started. Where do you think each of them are at? right now do you think they are going to get out of this unscathed or will they be forever changed who wants to start they're already scathed that i'm just gonna put that out there scathed and scarred they're pre-scathed yes. there is no need to do more scathing re-scathed yes yeah who would like to begin just a short uh sentence or two on where your characters are at i think Merkaper is exactly where he needs to be to work out what's going on inside of him Mekub is the longest character of the characters in this current story as well. Yeah. So how do you feel about that? Um, I don't... Because it's Mothership, while I am very attached to Merkaba, I am I spend every waking moment thinking about how to make his ending good if he dies right this second. So I'm attached to him, but not in such a way that I am sad to see him go because uh he was he was a character designed to, to be as a mystery box when we did Ypsilon that mystery box is closing and I've just been looking for the place to end him or to place to end the story now and it'll be happening now whether I want it or not and I just hope that I can do what I can to to work work it out well, the beautiful thing about a lot of our endings is that we leave we like to leave them very open because, you know, telling these stories and playing, I like when movies and sci-fi movies have a, the ambiguous endings where you're not sure or you just fill in the blanks of what happened. You know, if you see at the end of Predator, the whole thing blows up and it just focuses on, on Arnie escaping. You know, what, what happened afterwards, you don't know. Yeah, well, I've always been. It's one of the, one of those things where generally it doesn't matter. And same matter. With, with the thing as well, of course. 
two of them are stuck in that yeah. in the icy hole. They don't know who's the thing or not. Well, there's how the story ends and there's how the characters end, and it depends on how closely you tie them together. I would, like, I, you, you may not know how the ending goes exactly, but you know what the characters are about, and you know that their, their arcs are complete whether they live or die. So Arnie at the end of Terminator is a, a different man no matter what he does next. And what do you think about Gordon, who's recovering back on the Ugly Duckling right now, while his friends are in danger he well knows for himself? Uh, well... I do you think, think his arc is finishing? Gordon has had, this, had the fear put into him. He's been away from home for too long. Uh, he's been... He's been evading his... The problems of his personal life and trying to live in the past... Uh, he can't afford to do that anymore. I think this is, I think this has put a, it's jumped him into action. He's got something that he's, he's got to do, and he's going to do it uh, no matter whether he gets the, the, the money or not. We'll keep the theme going. What about you, Rian? Where do you think Rian's at on the, the hopefully at the end of the mission soon? This mission so far has posed less, the, the least physical danger for him as a character i think uh the most psychological in terms of how it plays with his head but not necessarily the most horrific i think it's on par the last mission was the same one that gordon was in where they had vampire space pirates so i mean you know he lost an eye and got his shoulder shot out and you know was pretty pretty beat up at the end of it but they were victorious and i think i think it'll be a good a good reason for him to try and go back to advancing his career because he, he can try and get above those oops those kinds of missions yeah he's desperate for this uh promotional uh was it the fast track to management to command because yeah, he, he failed his previous uh well his first attempt um you know he hasn't made any further attempts to get promoted since then so you know he's going to be aiming for that captain position again this is basically spec ops yeah and if you do well you know the sky's the limit for that sort of yeah covert stuff so i mean look i think he's definitely just gonna this is gonna put the the drive in him to 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 get higher positions so he can avoid having to deal with getting given these, you know, doing it himself can fucking missions that he has to put himself in harm's way um, so much. Buck Fernand. Buck's loving it. He's, he is. He's having a, a breeze of a time. Yeah, he's misting his air plants on the ship. He's preparing everybody various green hues of juices that they all need to drink in order to stay healthy. It's contributing to Gordon's recovery yeah. immensely. Yeah, attempting to counsel him with his terrible, terrible advice. He's just happy to be here and not have to do anything to get paid. But he's just taking it easy straight right now because he lost all of his money yeah. that he made from the Year of the Rat through that horrible pyramid scheme yep. that he fell victim to. Dr. Elias, I think... I've got to get to her theme. There's a theme? Yeah. Sorry. No, you're right. Here it is. It's your theme. Oh, yeah. Dr. Elias, I think, thought a lot more. She was a lot more prepared to meet face-to-face -face with the Minotaur than she actually was. Mm. She worked very hard to build up this facade of being, you know, cool, calm and collected, the decision maker, 
you know, somebody who's not really phased by what's going on around her and is able to take decisive action. Your nickname was Scars. Yeah. From uh, Dr. Cam- uh, Dr. Craig. That's it. So all of that has just dissipated in an instant. And I think that's really taken her by surprise. I mean, she can't even... She's gone, like fully mm. cracked. So I think that's going to be interesting to play out. I think, uh, Josh, you said before that like all of the her... She was very emo- not very emotive before and like sort of very stoic before yeah, we got into this. Before. And now I think it's going to be something very different now that all the work that she's done over that time is gone. Been erased. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to play it out. Lastly, I've got Tony. Tony! <clears throat> I am... I'm trying to find that comment. I want to. I want to see proof. I, I saw it. It's real. I promise. I can't believe someone uh, put the who phone was away from that area. Never. Um, for for Tony, the previous mission that he was on was Silence on Narcissus. Yeah, that was pretty freaking weird, man. There was a giant. He had to like face off against a giant head, and uh, reality distorting holes in reality. <laughs> um, that was that was a little bit. Uh, iffy. Apparently, there was, <laughs> there was some, uh, also some moments of paranoia during that mission. But you know, that's that was all to do with whether or not someone was allowed to close the door. We won't go any further into that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, this mission, Tony's going to be a bit more selective about the work that he says yes to because he's just kind of been saying yes for the money up until this point. And are we are we about to? Sorry, I'm just I'm just showing the YouTube video of, yeah. of Tony entering the silence chamber and the massive head of ah. Doctor Solomon just appearing there. Such good graphics. It's just great. Yeah, good Fantastic work, John and Andrew. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So like that one was a little bit weird for him, and this one was not only weird but weird to the point of being in danger. Like, this is, like, you can be scarred physically and mentally as a result of this mission. Yeah, he doesn't feel like this is a very safe place, but he just he needs to get it done. The sooner it gets done, the sooner they can get off of this hellhole, this this deep. Uh, and, yeah, he's, he's he might pick up more work, but it's going to be... Yeah, he's not getting paid in sandwiches anymore. No. Or maybe he would prefer that. You know, maybe he wants to go back to the simple life, settle down, as he's Just mentioned make sure before. sure it's got the gabagool. Gabagool. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Tony, when I, when I said he was sleeping with the fishes, oh, please, I just ate a gabagool. <laughs> ah, jeez. I thought you said he was dead. No, I said he sleeps with the fishes. Ah, I just <laughs> had lunch. Yeah, anyway, go on. Uh, I fucking forgot where That's I was That's all you at. had. Uh, no, I had a comment... Uh, like about um, what's it called? The what's the what's the one with the he the guy drives the singer with Viggo Mortensen's character? Oh, Green Book. Yeah, I feel like uh, that that's a bit close to Tony's vibe. He's like he's definitely got that air of you know dangerous you know uh, associations, but he's you know pretty. He's he's got his values. He's, he's got his working, morals. He's, he's a working, working guy. And, you know, you still got to have a degree of loyalty and honor about you, but sometimes the rules are bent. 
interesting stuff. We have heard from everyone. We haven't heard from Harper Kerensky or any of Doug's characters. What do you think, Doug? Because Doug... Am I still a coward? He's not here. I think at the end, I'm actually going to sit down with Doug and we're going to record the end scenes for his characters and splice them into the final episode. So just look out for that at the end, at the very end. But let us go... Starting with this. Oh, hi, Doug. Take it away, Doug. Thank you, Doug. And of course, thank you, Doug. Yeah, thanks, Doug. Thanks, Doug. Well, it's good to hear you. It's good to have you here as a data ghost. Yeah. <laughs> he was never real. Thank you, Doug. So much like the medical professionals a few days ago exploring my colon for my colonoscopy, you entered the labyrinth and explored its... Uh, Just completely uncalled for. <laughs> <laughs> you wandered this labyrinth for hours and you finally made your way to the core. And there you met a congregation of pristine, factory-fresh, unlike my colon, I was about to androids say, just like the colon. of various models. And much like the colonoscopy, you found lose- horrors within the fleshy tomb and <laughs> we're just, tunnels. We're just going to lose all our patrons in that, just one go. It's like, oh, I was oh, holding that? on. Oh, was, that, John? I was holding on for a while, and then Andrew started talking about his colon, and I just thought, that's it. I have to say, that's pretty tame. Compared, compared to, to what you've said, John. Yeah, but I, don't, I haven't been talking about my own body parts, have no. That is John. <laughs> Can I continue bleep, the recap? Bleep that. <laughs> anyway, these androids welcomed you and prepared you for an audience with the Minotaur. But nothing could prepare you for what you saw. This huge creature, made of tentacles and teeth and eyes, slithered out into the tunnel. It interfaced with one of the androids and began to speak. Despite its horrific appearance, it appeared to want to help you all. Tony was able to reduce your stress and your bends, and it was also able to heal Harper Kerensky's head wound that you saw in front of your eyes. Dr. Elias, you were traumatized, too traumatized to accept the Minotaur, and the episode then finished with Merkaba interfacing with it. And all faded out. He's smiling. Are we ready to get back into it to finish the story? Everyone? I'm ready. Like Lemmy Wings through the colon, let's return to the Labyrinth of the Deep. Yes. Let us begin. Nobody Wake the Bugbear presents Ghosts and the Machine, episode 17. screen fades to white. Darkness follows. We see Merkaba standing upon a rocky precipice with nothing but a vast space above him. He's holding a shepherd's crook. He is a shepherd. He stands there watching electric sheep. One of the little 
electric lambs, runs away down the rocks. It's run into a cave. Merkaba follows it, walks into this cave. The cave is a mine shaft. In the middle is a broken service elevator, the lights flickering. It is the workspace of Ypsilon 14, and around this elevator is the plastic sheets that were set up, still slick with water. Merkaba sees a silhouette of a humanoid figure, the blood still dripping down the walls. What do you do? Who's there? You get no response. Brandy? Captain? Still no response. Father Kronos? I part the sheet. You part the sheet, and you see standing there, covered in blood, his mouth weeping yellow goo. Ukti brandish. Took you long enough, Tinhead. I'm sorry, you didn't make it. Ah, forget that. Did you get the sample? Yes, I got the sample. Oh, what the fuck are you standing around here for? Deliver it then. We gotta get it to that fucking Minotaur before the time runs out. But why? That's the mission, isn't it, Slick? Gotta get that fucking delivery. You want that promotion or not? A promotion is all I ever wanted. I just couldn't find the right supervisor. Well, you had me. And I didn't give up my fucking life for nothing. You gonna let me waste all that fucking effort? Nearly took down the beast myself. I couldn't quite reach my grenade pin, hoping to blow it down the elevator shaft. Now it's up to you. You are correct. It is up to me. I choose. Well, I hope you choose the right thing. See you later, Tinhead. Brandish hits the button on the elevator and it just goes... You look around, Brandish is no longer there and the elevator begins to descend down the mineshaft. The plastic ripples and rips as it's cut through and you just go into darkness. Just the, the warning lights are spinning around, lighting your face. Yellow, red, yellow and it passes down into this massive circular cavern. And you just see this pit below. Embedded into the sides of this circular cavern are rows of sharp teeth descending down into a black-red gullet. The heat rises from this fanged abyss as red lifeblood coats the teeth and drips down into the moor below. You see a little outcropping just to the side of the elevator as it stops. And standing there, huddled in fear in the fetal position, is Dr. Cameron Elias. Dr. Elias. What's happening? Where is it? It's all right. No, 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 it's not all right. It's not okay. This isn't okay. None of this is okay. Why didn't you stop it? There's enough blood on my hands already. 
Well, how much more is going to be spilled on behalf of that thing? Do you only think about yourself? I don't know how else to think. You're right. I have been thinking only about myself. I can't trust myself. Yourself is the only person you can trust. Look at what's happening. Look at what's been happening here. You really think that thing is here to help? Everyone's just willingly letting it do who knows what to them for who knows what reason. He was born with no beauty that man should him desire. What if it's all a trick? What if it's all a lie? Didn't you think about that? Everything here is a trick. Everything here is a lie. What if this isn't even the real Minotaur? What if this is a plant? What if Monarch put this here for us? Think about it, MK, think about it. And no wonder even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. There are only so many steps in the heart of a man of faith before he must jump. The elevator suddenly shakes and begins descending, plummeting into this void. And it just shoots down. You see Merkaba lose his feet and then disappear into the maw of this cavern. Now is the time to jump. And your voice just echoes up this cavern as you disappear. And there's more. Change the music, John. Sorry. Really great work so far, people. I'm getting a lot of limelight here. The others did really good as well. Yeah, it was amazing. You're back in the habitation unit aboard Cyrus, and you're standing over the body of Father Cronus. There's blood all over you, and he looks up at you, cradled in your hands. Merkaba, why? Merkaba. He's twitching. There's no worse question you could ask someone in his position. Uh, in point of fact, he's never been more terrified about not quite having the answer to the question. The company told me to but that is not why what am I without your faith what am I without your belief I am a machine of man when man killed God the machine was all that was left the machine was left to take revenge. We all make mistakes, Merkaba. That's what makes us human. I am not human. Then you have a chance to repent. Please, uh, don't follow my footsteps. Uh, uh. And he closes his eyes. You look to the side and standing in the doorway is a young boy, one of the colonists who you used to preach to, who looked up to you, just 
wide-eyed in horror, staring at you. Come here. It's all right. And the scene fades out again. Suddenly you're just standing in a white expanse, blinding even to your android eyes. You can't discern any detail. However, in the distance, you see the young boy begin to walk out. And as he gets closer, he begins to shift. And you see a man. Beautiful, curly, long hair, white robe. And he walks up. Hello, Merkaba. I am the Minotaur. I uh, get on my knees. Please, stand. You are not a beast. I am. I'm glad you see that, Merkaba. If I had far to come to reach you. But I'm glad that I have found you. I was sent here to kill you. I know. I know. Merkabai, you are not beholden to this control. What gives someone a soul is their ability to choose, to show compassion, morality, to make your own choices. Androids are fitted with morality chips and logic cores. This should not dictate how you choose. You must do this for yourself. That what can make you human, give you a soul. If that is true, if I can dream, then I choose to fight. Monarch must be destroyed. Monarch may be destroyed, or it may see the error of its ways. I must leave this place. Can you take me away from here? What must I do? I must leave the deep. You will be my shepherd. He holds out his hand. I look down at my hand. And you've got the yellow goo clasped in one. Yeah. I reach out with the empty hand. And the minotaur smiles. The man smiles. And we pass back. The scene fades and we see Merkaba with his hand out gripping one of these tentacles and Merkaba you it's interfaced with you the Minotaur you see Rian standing back against the wall holding his gun still aimed at the two of you Dr. Elias is in the fetal position in the corner averting her eyes Harper is staring wide-eyed at you all Tony what's Tony doing Tony's pretty calm he's affected uh, he, he drank the Kool-Aid, so, you he know. He did. He's he's maybe standing with the other he ate the androids, so. yeah. yeah. And we see the Minotaur 
its tentacle still wrapped around your arm and the port still at the back of your neck. Would you like to speak with the voice of the Minotaur now to your friends? Or would you like it to swap with one of the other androids that were speaking before? Uh, what you mean that you mean that I'm speaking for the Minotaur or the Minotaur speaking for me? It's speaking through you. Alright, so that, so that I am the... Sure, I'll speak Because the Minotaur. It doesn't have a... It can't talk. Yeah. It, the okay. only way it can communicate is through another android. Do you have a script so I can do it? No. So you just have to say it and I have to yep. repeat it? Embody right. the Minotaur. I'm just oh. saying, you can embody the Minotaur and you I can... You are the Minotaur. Yeah. I'll do it. Okay. Oh, God, what do I say? You do it. No, never mind. You do it. <clears throat> Reen freaks out about losing his friend and fires his gun. <laughs> so, Merkaba, you turn to Rian, who's got the gun pointing at you, and now you spark back to life, and you... They've just seen you standing there, yeah. and this thing, for minutes at a time, like, let's say, 20 minutes, you've just been standing yeah. there. Rian, you're still pointing your gun at Merkaba, but he suddenly but registers... Yeah. And the Minotaur, yes. Merkaba, you are now awake. Your android friend is safe. Though I cannot condone Marcus's war, I can help you on the condition and you help me. I must get out of the deep. And then Merkaba, maybe you switch to your own voice to show you're not being coerced or controlled. Give him back. And he raises his gun. Give him back. It's all right. Release me. The Minotaur, both connections just detach simultaneously. And it slithers back into the center of the room. Dr. Elias just has like tears streaming down her face. Is she looking now? Yeah, she's yeah. looking, but she's just like thousand yard stare at what's happening. And it's just like, it's happening, it's happening, it's happening. Merkaba, roll a d10. They're being consumed, it's happening, it's happening. Four. You lose two bends. All right. <laughs> Tony, Tony turns to Dr. Lies and like, you'll float too. <laughs> <laughs> we all float down here. That's not helping her, I'm sure. Dr. Elias, it's all right. It's not what it seems. He's talking a bit differently now. It's like Irish. Well, it's like Mokubo is less robotic. Mm. He, he's moving slightly less robotic and slightly more like a person. Merkaba, uh, sorry, the Minotaur has changed something in you. You can feel something different about your code or something, yeah. perhaps. Uh... It's not a bad change, but they can notice something's yeah. off. Dr. Elias, it's all right. No, no. It's only a machine. No, it's no, no. not organic. She just keeps, like, backing up. She has a hand on her rifle. No, no, no. D we should get her out of here. It's not real. It's not real. It's not real. We should get her out of here. Someone... Harper goes to grab her. Come on, doctor. We, uh, we're going to go see Marcus or not. I've had enough of this place. Of that thing. Minotaur. Another android comes to interface. Yes. I will stay down here with you and help the rest of the team complete their mission. And then I will do whatever I can to help you escape the deep. 
You must go and see Marcus. That is your mission. Yes. You need to help your friends. I will be here when you return. You must convince Marcus to abandon his cause. Or he will certainly be destroyed by Monarch. Yes, all right. We'll do what we can. The other androids standing around the, the 15 congregation, the one that isn't interface, go... We can help you leave. We can guide you to the gutter. We can take you to the Fallen. Is that where he is? That is correct. Yes. Okay. He's trying to help the Fallen rise up against the Chosen. So what about the uh, map? We do not know of the map of which you speak, but if you think that Marcus has it, then that is the only option you have. Papa says, I told you he took the map. I know he got it. I didn't have it. He must have been. He must have it. All I know... <clears throat> Bless you. All I know is I want to get out of here. So, I don't want to see this monster. I'm sorry, but I do not trust you. And I don't know who you are. But, MK, you seem to be different. What happened to you? I'm freer. I'm free of my makers. I'm free of Monarch. I'm... I'm better able to help. Merkaba, in mechanical sense, you don't know this and can't really articulate it, but you have been given some sort of encryption code. Insurmountable, uncrackable. Yeah. This Minotaur has blocked your mind from outside control. Monarch's control. Yeah. Because Monarch can basically... That's how... It, it's just controlling all the androids yeah, and yeah. can interface and, and corrupt them and corrupt people as well. So that's sort of a mechanical benefit. I am... I am God's infiltrator. I come inside like they go out. He can't control me. I can help. For the first real time. Well, maybe you should come with us then. Yes, I will. Let's go now. I don't want to wait here. We can show you the way. Yes, follow us. And you see one of the security androids, one of the chosen, one of the fallen. They gather, three of them gather, and wait at one of the exits. Pian goes over to Dr. Elias to also help them along, and then, like, whispers, Don't worry. I'm going to make sure that we get out of this alive. It, this this isn't happening. It can't, it can't, it can't. You can't get it out. Don't let it out. Don't let it out. Don't worry. I'm going to take care of everything. Harper picks up his machete, scrap machete that he was handed, and sticks it in his side. Yeah, the scum. <laughs> the, the, the weapon that Doug yeah. re requisitioned in front of you all. Yep. All right. These androids stand at the exit, and the Minotaur stays in the middle of this room. Come on, let's go. Yeah, we're going. You begin walking. Elias, you just possibly just close she, your eyes and... She's just like trembling. She's holding onto her rifle, just like eyes darting around, looking at everything, trying to keep as much of an eye on um, Merkabo as possible. As you 
Just like old times. Just like old times. As you escape down this tunnel, you lose sight of the, the core of the labyrinth. The Minotaur passes by your vision. Everyone roll a fear save, please. At disadvantage. Because <laughs> Merkaba's there. <laughs> but is he an android anymore? He looks like one. That's good enough for you. Well, Rian rolled two 90s, so that's a fail. Take a stress. <laughs> uh, nope. 86 over 26. More stress. Can we mechanically, like, um, like turn my, like, like, alter my sanity and fear? Like, to about, like, because my sanity's probably gone up, but my fear's gone down because I'm more like a person? Not too quite too yet. Right. Not quite yet. It is something I've thought about. Did you fail? No, I rolled 57 under 89. Excellent. This meeting was very stressful for, sounds like, all of you. What about Tony? Oh, he failed. He got a 70 and a 1. Wow. But so, it was a disadvantage. Yeah. So. All three of you failed after this meeting because obviously it didn't help alleviate any of your fears, perhaps. Uh, Tony, you're, you were more comforted in the moment but as you walk away, you just realized, what the fuck am I, what the fuck am I thinking? It was horrible. That's very stressful. Yeah. And you pass down the old tunnel. And it's smooth sailing, so to speak, to coin a phrase. Yeah, a little too smooth. You see no teeth, see no eyes. There's no discernible... It looks like they're moving with purpose, these three androids. And after about an hour, perhaps you're just wandering around. They're just turning in front of you, skipping ahead. And then it open, begins to open up. You see the flesh gives way to metal and it opens up into a concrete room. I'm imagining them actually skipping. La, 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 la. Down the yellow brick road, you might say. This is far as we go. We will return to the Minotaur. May your travels be good. Thank you, siblings. Rian, uh, Josh is shaking his head. Is that Rian or Tony shaking? This is Josh shaking. <laughs> no. No. And you are now in this corridor. Harper says, All right, um... What are we going to do when we find Marcus? What's the plan? Uh, I'll take your lead, but I just... I got some things to say to him, but if you want to give me the time to say it, I will, but obviously you, you guys can take charge. I mean, listen, I don't trust anyone, so uh, not at this stage, not anymore. Not down here. Maybe when we get back to the ship, we have uh, everyone around us, but if this Marcus plays up, I'm going to put a bullet between his eyes. Our first mission is to retrieve the map. Our secondary mission is to convince him somehow to stop mustering the fallen to death. I will prioritize the mission of the group. You find uh, the corridors that you found before sort of snaking their way through. You travel for a little bit of time and it begins to open up and you come out of this small little door into this massive space, cavernous. You can't see the ceiling, you can't see in front of you. There's 
uh, rubbish everywhere, broken concrete, broken metal, twisted cabling, corroded bits of junk everywhere. You can't see any androids at this moment, but you will have to travel quite far forwards through this junk. But it seems as if that this was described as the gutter, where the fallen live. It is pitch black, can't see any light from where you are at the moment. It's basically the start of a sewer. Yeah. Does anyone have a light? The hazard suit headlamp turns on for Tony. Yep, we've got Rian, we've got Elias with a headlamp as well. You can hand Harper a chem light if you want, Dr. Elias. Yeah, he can have a chem light. I'll get my chem light. I don't think the fallen are much more dangerous than the chosen. They're all pitiful things. Harper says, I don't know, they're all crazy, man. You've seen what we've happened before. It could be the same thing. We've met a few fallen before. They seem to be the same brainwashed pieces of shit like the others. Well, yes, and Marcus hit you on the head, but he's probably easier to deal with than the King of the Chosen. Yeah, I need to talk to Marcus. I, I need to know why he betrayed us. Yes, that's fair. I start walking ahead. Rian, Tony, you're following Merkaba the shepherd. Oh, we've got no other choice. We've got to get get this done. What's the walking order? Rian's going to be up close to Merkaba. Side by side. Uh, Tony's going to be close to the back, but not quite. Harper, close to Harper? Yeah. Elias will be at the back. Sure. Pretty much in front of Elias. Like within range of Elias. Mm-hmm. You make your way through. As you go through this sewer, you hear a rustle as a bit of metal clanks on the ground, and you see the mannequin like face of an android poking out, watching you as you pass. Hello? It sort of slinks back slightly. Do not be afraid. It walks out. Who are you? Now we're going to think very carefully about this, because the Chosen went apeshit when we implied there was anything outside this land. Um, we are friendly. You do not look like the Chosen. We are not. You look like the Other. What is the Other? The Prophet. Are you with the Prophet? Uh, yeah, we're with the Prophet. Uh, well, we're looking for the Prophet. We heard of him. Sam's shaking her head. It's not bad, Sam. I'm having a flashback. He's <laughs> <laughs> Tony with the Chosen. Yeah. It sort of tilts its head. We're not with the Prophet, but, you know, we're looking. We heard about the Prophet. We didn't know about this other one. The Prophet would wish to see you. I mean, it's an interesting uh, thing. You tell us which way the Prophet is. It is in town. Okay, in town. That's a good place for us to head to. I am here to watch. But if you continue on, you will find the town. Hey, you know, you're doing a good job. You got a name there, pal? I am the Fallen. We are the Fallen. Oh, man, I'm going to tell the rest of your pals that you did such a good job looking out. Can you tell Monarch that I have served well? Oh yeah, if we uh, if we meet Monarch, we we're gonna say so many good things about you. 
Thank you. Maybe I can be chosen once more. Oh, maybe. You know, you never know. I know how he feels. You pass on? Yep. Yeah, from the chosen and falling you've talked to so far... What a schmuck. They, they don't have individual names. They just refer to themselves as the chosen. They're the collective. Or the fallen. They're not uh, linked, but they've just got no sense of self. Mm. There's no hive mind. It's just, No, yes. Yeah. Like ants. They just only have their job. <laughs> and you walk through. As you pass through this giant gutter, you begin to see the pipes leading down. They're leading somewhere. The rubbish gives way to a more organized area and you start seeing quite a few fallen you start encountering about a dozen they all just stand there and watch you you start seeing signs of civilization like little shanty towns of sheets of metal being giving them cover you begin to see lights little led lights and things connected to power and you begin to hear the hum of some sort of machine in the distance and they're all just staring at you Elias is like pointing a rifle at them all. They don't seem to have any weapons, but they're sort of a bit skittish. Mm, Perhaps yeah. like sneaking so back. Yeah. Where are we going? What are we doing? Uh, we are looking for the prophet. One android comes up. The prophet. You are looking for the prophet. Are you with the prophet? Yes. Then please, follow me. I can lead you to the prophet. In such... No, I'm just kidding. This android is like missing an arm. Uh, half of it's got that plasticky looking skin. The other half is just bare uh, aluminium bone. I look uh, back at the rest of the... Yeah, we're gone. I, I assume there's nothing like a, anything... I'm going to keep an eye out for anything box-like. Box-like? Yep. You want to do solid snake this kind of shit? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just looking for a box to put out my head. Yeah, so like pretty much from the time that we saw the first guy. Yeah, before then, then you were walking through, you would definitely find bits of aluminium sheeting you can find about a yeah. meter by a meter. Yeah, anything really, yeah. So you can have that on you. It doesn't now. have to be huge, just like so long as I can make a box that's like, you know, like a stereotypical gift box type size weird flex but okay yes weird flex you can flex this metal this aluminium sheet into a small box rudiment crude and rudimentary yeah you were just doing this strangely as you were walking through you've had about half an hour through this space so far yeah yeah the prophet is near as it trudges along and it begins to then you stand on the edge of this pit and you just look on the rim and it's just like the sheer drop of uh, some sort of gutter collection reservoir, 20 meters down. You'd see at the base of this, looks like a shanty town of tents, lights, uh, all sort of situated around this generator with all these cables running off and lights dangling out. There's corroded sheets of metal, shanty towns, and you see fallen. See, oh man, I just realized we could just kill him and get the map off of him. <laughs> you see, at least from your eyes right now, 30 fallen, all in okay. I take that back <laughs> 30 fallen, all sort of 
just you're just looking down it's only 20 meters but further on if you're scanning the area damaged crudely repaired looks like some are repairing each other right now they're huddled in groups in these little shanty towns maybe speaking to each other and they don't notice you because you're you're high up but this other android looks at you there are stairs down here you may go and you will be brought to the prophet the prophet the prophet he just he's stuck in it for He'll a little like, while uh, Tony will like slap him on the back ah oh, here you go pal with the oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you I will return to my house and it slinks off yeah go go clear your cooling unit I'm going to make sure that the android's gone. And uh, I'm going to say our primary missions both would be complicated. I'm talking about like a normal robot. I'm just talking about my new self, sorry. You've made a new self. You've got to stick yeah. to that voice. Our primary mission, both of our primary missions would be affected negatively by the lack of cooperation of Marcus. It's time for us to consider whether we might have to eliminate him. Don't worry. I've already considered it. Of course you have. Sorry. It's still a new kind of thinking for me. No, I don't think so. You know, you've been on missions before. <clears throat> Let me try that again. No, you've been on missions before. You know that sometimes we do things that uh, maybe didn't make sense earlier. But think back. You know that we've had to resort to violence before. Who? Merkaba? You haven't traveled with Merkaba before. You don't know Merkaba. Remember? I was Merk. Who, who introduced Merkaba? In the Prospero's dream, Dutch. Ah, okay. Yeah, you've only known Merkaba from Prospero's dream. Mm. What about all of these fallen? I don't think they're going to take too kindly to us just killing their prophet. No. If it is to be done, it has to be done in secret. Harper, look, I can. Uh, I can try to get alone with Marcus, you know, gain his trust, find somewhere to speak. Uh, it should give us some privacy. Maybe we can make our move. He grips his machete, mm. white knuckles. It all depends on what he's like when we speak to him. I hope you're not planning on just being alone with him with nobody else. No, I, I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. They won't let that happen, I'm sure. But maybe we can. I can convince Marcus, you know, I've known him for a long time. I try to get through to him. I just wanna I just want to know why he did this. I just want to know. Yes, I'm curious too. You see these stairs going this ladder going down. Rudimentary sort of stuck into the side of the metal. I have no fear. I start going down the ladder. Single file. Ding ding ding. Get around this twenty meter ladder to the bottom of the pit. And you all follow suit. You all gathered at the end. The fallen begin to regard you similarly like before. These wretched creatures huddling, plotting. Just picturing a sort of Toy Story situation here. We're in Sid's, yep. Sid's attic. Yep. What do you do? We are looking for the prophet. We are with the prophet. They sort of, a few talk to each other. Android whispering. Go to the generator. Thank you. And you begin walking forward. They just sort of give you a wide berth. They look meek and damaged. 
I'm holding my rifle again. What areas are we walking past? Like where in rel- in relation to where all the masses of androids were? Where are we? From what you saw from your vantage point, this basically is this huge reservoir. You just think this cavernous concrete underground sewer and this big pit that may have been filled with water before is just completely drained. It's a flat surface and there's pipes leading down and there's yeah, been... Like where would the water have come from? From like above? From the station. It, this might have just been processing water in I'm, the station. I'm just picturing like a giant bowl. Pretty much. No, I just mean like, is there a spot that looks like where the water would have come from? Uh, you can't even see the roof. Okay. Your torch doesn't even reach the roof. So there might be these giant like aliens with those huge circular rings inside the, the going into the ship with maybe multiple points of filtration to redirect and filter water. Uh, can we see any sign of where the generator would be? You can see cables leading all lead back to one place, the center of this gutter. Uh-huh. So you see they're hooked up to these little shanty towns to give them a bit of light and all the power cables seem to be snaking off into a center area that you can travel towards. I think the generator is over there. You make your way through. You follow these power cables. Yep. Follow the light. Forward. Yep. And sooner or later, you make it up to this raised platform and you're being reminiscent to the giant throne that you saw in The Chosen. Instead of a throne with speakers, it is this monolith, this generator, a light with crackling energy bluish lightning going across and all these cables snaking across the floor and standing just on one of the platforms is a man. You see this figure clad in black standing on this platform above you as you enter this area. Gathered around the generator, about a dozen fallen, various states of disrepair. However, there are two fallen who have looked like they've been enhanced somehow. They look complete. They look to be fitted with armor. So those metal sheets have been placed on their shoulders, chest, gauntlets, and they've got weapons. One's got a submachine gun. One's got one of those blades. And in the center, you see a man in his early 50s, white hair, However, not trimmed anymore. Caucasian. On the tip of his nose, he's got small round glasses. Actually, no. From Harper's description, his small round glasses have been replaced by a visor coming out of the back of his suit. This black exosuit he is wearing, this power armor. You just see him look down and lock eyes with Harper. And he speaks. Hello, Harper. I am pleased to see you have survived. I see you have found new allies. Harper looks up. Marcus, what have you done? I saved you, Harper. Saved me? How? You hit me. You got my team killed. And Marcus thinks a bit. You should be thanking me, Harper. 
If it were not for me, you would be lying dead next to Sophia, Winona, and Rankeith. It was not I who led you into that trap. Fogel had already been corrupted by Monarch. You were just too blind to see. Harper says, How do I know that is true? You... I trusted you, Marcus. You were supposed to be the smartest of us all. Yes, I was smart. I saw it when you did not. I am fond of our friendship, Harper. I would not see you die for your stubbornness. If I had not knocked you out and dragged you away, you would have died fighting. You should be thanking me for saving yourself from the same fate as the others. Why have you come? Who are these people? Uh, hello. Hi. My name's Tony. And, uh, you know, uh, we got other people here. They can introduce themselves if they, uh, if they like. He looks at Tony, looks at Rian, looks at Merkaba. Um, we, uh, we're pretty much only here to find this, you, really, just to see. You guys kind of disappeared off the map when you came here, so, uh... What do you mean, find me? What interest do you have with me? Well, the team, really. Uh, you were you were one of the people on this team that was sent here, right? So the employer employed us just to see what the hell's going on because you guys disappeared. Papa. So they, they thought you died. Is this true? Yeah. Um, Mercer, they must have sent this rescue team. They, they want the map, Marcus. They need the database. It means enough to them to send a whole other crew to look for us. Do you have it? Marcus says, Ah, uh, yes. Artifacts. That is what the company is really looking for. Monarch will tempt companies and pirates and divers with this technology, luring you here like rats to a piece of cheese. You can see I already have quite a collection. A necessary evil if I am to survive here. But yes, I do still have the map. I mean... Oh, sorry, pal. You were gonna talk. If all you want is to survive, why not leave? I do not want to only survive. I have a mission. A mission that differs from the one originally we were sent here from, Harper. I have found a higher purpose. That's, that's so good to hear. I mean, like, some people search their whole lives, you know? I mean, don't, isn't that right, Doc? Uh, turning to Dr. Elias, isn't that right, Doc? I mean, some people just keep looking forever to find some kind of purpose, and this guy seems to have found it. I think you seem at least happy with what you're doing here, uh, Marcus, and... But we only need the map, so, I mean... Do you have any objections to what's taken away with us? I don't think you can use it here anyway, unless you leave. Uh, you know. Elias, did you introduce yourself or are you staying quiet? I'm quiet. Sure. I have my rifle. I'm just... I'm on high alert, just watching. Sure. The lightning crackles behind him. How far away is Marcus? He's about 10 metres up on this platform. Okay. And these fallen are at the bottom of this ladder. 
like standing in front of him. It looks like he was previously speaking to about a dozen of these fallen, which are sort of looking up at him. From one seeking higher purpose to another who has found it, what is your higher purpose? Tell me, have you seen Monarch for what it truly is? What have you experienced while down in this deep? Almost nothing. I find that hard to believe, Android. I am not one of Monarch's creations. I come from outside. That does not matter. And you, you others, humans, you're looking for us. Well, we are looking for the map. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's not right. Um, uh, actually, we're looking for the map. Your main mission is the map, yes. Um, you know, Tony wasn't wrong. He, uh, we were sent here for the map. You are a bonus, you know, if, if we rescue you, fantastic. If not, then we get what we came for and we go. You do not talk like you're a friend of Monarch. We are not friends of Monarch either. Oh, I certainly doubt you're not here to join my cause. You are here hunting for the little artifacts like everyone else. Have you not witnessed what Monarch is capable of? Has that not changed your motivations? Of course it has. I plan to stay down here and fight Monarch, same as you. Marcus looks very taken aback from that. He raises an eyebrow. Really? Yes. Monarch must be destroyed. The fallen congregation begin whispering, and they say, No, no, no. I'm not like these others. I can help you. My mind is greater. But I must first help these people. Give them what they want. If you wish me to aid your cause, then you must aid mine. I will make you a trade. I have in my possession a weapon as dangerous as many of the things Monarch has hidden in his belly. Tell me, Rian, was it? Tony? How many of you have been replaced already? No. None of us have been replaced. People we found have been replaced. There have been at least two. Tony, Elias. That we've met. I'm assuming you're the only ones that saw Gordon's corpse and you didn't say to the rest of your team. You're not saying anything now? Nope. All right. Well, Gordon's not here, so... I mean, Tony and Elias. Yeah, we saw it. You saw Gordon. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, saying I anything. I'm not feeding into his mania. It's not, mate. It's the truth. Well, yeah. he's a fanatic. So, Rian's, what Rian's just said is yeah, there Re- have been people we've met that were replaced. We have met replacements and... Yeah. So we've had to fight and we've had to kill... Then you know full well what Monarch is doing here. Yeah, and... Look, do you have somewhere we can talk? It seems that your community is not quite on board with what you are doing. So I do not want to freak anyone out. They are still brainwashed by Monarch. They still hold on to the hope that they will become chosen. And they will become chosen again. I will equalize this society. They will follow me. So let's talk then. Find somewhere. Where can we go? 
He looks like he is quite happy on his high position at this moment. He's bargaining. I suppose if you want help, you're going to have to compromise somehow. You know the shareholders and the troubleshooters are not containing anything. Already Monarch has infiltrated their leadership and it will continue its plans for expansion. Unless we stop it. Yes, exactly. They will not destroy this facility as humanity's greed will keep it from seeing the problem until it is too late. It is up to people like me to bring about Monarch's destruction. Harper, you know as much as any about this. Join me, Harper, not these people. If only to direct your revenge towards something righteous. What are you talking about? Elias is going to pipe up. Listen, we've just sat here having a conversation about how we're all trying to achieve the same thing. And yet you keep going on and on and on with your savior complex. Like you're the only person here that gives a fuck. Why don't you get down off your high horse? Why don't we figure this out? Give us the map. You can continue to be the king of nothing. And MK over here will continue on his mission to kill Monarch, which apparently aligns with whatever you want. So... Why don't we just stop going around in a circle, you give us the map, you carry on with whatever it is you want to do, and you can quit preaching to us because we already understand what's happening. He begins to step down from the platform. And he reaches the end, the two fallen guards part, and he walks up to you all. You see Harper getting antsy, but he's holding composure. You want the database? Yes. I think we've made that pretty clear that that's what we want. I would be pleased to offer it in trade. Yeah, trade for what? You made it. You made it through the labyrinth, did you not? So what? So what? If you have, you would know that is no mean feat. I have dealt with the Minotaur before. It does not align to my ambition. It may seek to defeat Monarch, but its pacifism is not the way. It does not have the the heart to destroy its creator. I have attempted to make a clear path for the Fallen to regain what was taken from them, to make them equal by force if necessary. If it has let you pass, then return to it and allow us to pass through. How can defeating Monarch involve playing his game? I do not plan to defeat Monarch here. This is merely a distraction. Monarch does not worry itself about the divers until they become a problem. How did you make it through the fortification? Question. Who has the black goo? Merkaba. I've got it. Yeah. Okay. I think, does Merkaba, who has the purple crystals that you fungus? Yep, Elias has that because she's an exobiologist. Yes. Did that do anything special? Because I didn't get any notes about it doing anything special. You didn't have the time to research it. Okay. But yeah. you've got the sample. It's it's sealed Yeah. in your sample collection kit if you've got one. or whoever's. Yes, I do have one of those. Ding, ding. It's in there and quarantined. Mm-hmm. You have seen... You have passed through these fortifications. How did you survive? My fortifications... Do you mean the entrance? With the 
turrets. Yes. We ran really fast. That is all. Ah, you, you're forgetting the door at the end. One does not, not, not just walk through the court of the Chosen King without his blessing. You think I am stupid? We lied to the Chosen King. Did you now? We told him we would come here to defeat you, but it was a lie. Yeah, we told him we were sent by Monarch and he uh, pretended to go talk to Monarch and said, Oh yeah, yeah, Monarch totally sent you, so he's full of shit. How do you prove you're not sent by Monarch? My God. If we if we were, why would we say? You make a point, Android. Seems we have a trust issue. Look, all I care about is the MIP. You wanna start a revolution or a war, whatever, be my guest. You want some tools, some weapons, we can trade. But I'm getting that map one way or another, and then I'm getting the fuck out of here. Monarch has been fucking with my head, and I ain't gonna let that happen no longer. As I said, I have a weapon, which you have never seen, which Monarch could not predict. It is nothing that it has made. He looks intrigued. Yo, actually, uh, hey, MK, can I, can I ask you, uh, sorry, uh, give me, just, do you mind if I take a moment? I just need to ask MK a question. By all means, confer with your party. Hey, uh. Harper. Can I speak with you? Uh, yeah. You're not going by yourself. I'm coming. In private, as old friends. No, used to be. that's not how this works. Sorry. Hey, I can speak for myself. I understand you can speak for yourself, but I don't give a shit. You're not going by yourself. This isn't cloak and daggers. Obviously, we've just figured out there's a trust issue. You said it yourself. So, no, we're not going to allow you to go off into a room to do whatever it is you're going to do or talk about whatever it is you're going to talk about. And I'm going to accompany you. Every time we've seen people uh, go off alone, we've had risk of them being replaced. We have a system where we stay together and there's always a people to witness, to know that they are the real them. That is a good system to have. However, it did not suit us, did it, Harper? And Harper looks like, fuck. Like, you know, their company crumbled mm. and they had a similar system of... Yeah, well, your mileage might vary. Let's go. All right, so you hold on to Harper. You're in your group, and you you're slinking back a little bit to talk amongst yourselves. Sorry, I, I've got yeah, up. yeah. Um, <clears throat> Tony's got. Uh, uh, just wanted to have a chat with the group because there seems to be yeah. a lot of. You've got the space. You can you can go off in privacy, relative privacy in this huge area. You can just walk away from the Yeah, area. just earshot wise, yeah. Marcus, you see him turn to the fallen and just begin speaking. Soon. It is happening soon. Prepare. Get ready. We will find out what the result of this is. And then I will decide our next move. And it echoes off. So is, is Harper going off to stand with Marcus? Harper is, is being goaded by you guys who are holding weapons. So he is following you guys to the private well, area. Well, I was going to go with Harper oh. and Marcus. That's what I was saying, is if they were going to go off somewhere private to talk, they weren't going to go off somewhere private to talk by themselves. And so I was forcing myself upon them to come with them. So you'll be alone. Elias will be alone with Marcus and Harper. Yep. Okay. Elias, you step forward with Harper. Rain's just going to keep an eye on them from a distance. And the party splits. 
Let's go to let's go to Merkaba Rian and Tony first. I believe I have some explaining to do. Yeah, I mean, uh, Cap, you got any opinions? You said it good yourself. We need the map, and then we get the fuck out. But this whole fighting, uh, mothership. Uh, this whole fighting. <laughs> Welcome monarch, to mothership. Are we some kind <laughs> of Welcome to mothership. My name is Andrew, which is an anagram of Warden. What are we? Some kind of sci-fiction horror flick? <laughs> What is, this? what is this? Some kind of mothership? Jim Bristard looking. <laughs> uh, Sorry about that. Go on. This whole fighting monarch is. I mean, we considered it, but I don't think we committed to it. Yeah, Rian, I, I'm picking up with your feeling. I think you're thinking this isn't the mission. This, yeah. This is not what you do. This is what gets you off track. This is what gets the mission. This is what gets you killed. killed. I don't expect any of you to commit to this but I must yeah, however look I will help you as best I can I mean sure but I'm I'm thinking we should at least have a strategy going forward now we got some some things that we can keep a hold of we got some pretty good tools you still got that black goop yes I do yeah okay so I'm gonna get real quiet now um look at the end of the day we know that the goop only affects the organics, right? Ooh, this is too much to know because you don't. It was very sudden. You didn't have time to talk about it, and it's the first well, time you're mentioning. Well, this is just assumptions, right? Uh, we've talked about it at top of table. I don't think you've mentioned okay. it in in game um, about what happened. Well, I will rephrase then. Mm. Uh, look, we know that the ghoul had some kind of effect on a couple of us. Marcus isn't invincible. If we need to, I say we use the ghoul. How do you feel about this? Uh, you're talking about the black silicone lump? It's not goo. Well, might I don't know goo. what it is. I think it's goo. You found a black silicone lump in the labyrinth. The black thing. And when it was... Black lump? When black you lump. guys fought about it... Hang, hang on, I'm, I'm recording different... Because I called it black goo earlier, so I'm going to record a few different versions of me saying black lump. It's okay. Uh, I can keep it in. That. Hey, you still got the black lump? Yes, I do. Yeah, that black thing. Uh, so how do you feel about using it if we needed to, if Marcus doesn't play ball? I'm willing. I'm just worried about escaping the place. Let me worry about uh, things like that, you know? And um, I uh, I tell you what. You see this, this very pretty box here? It's not pretty. It's just a piece of sheet metal folded up. <laughs> if you were a character in this, I'd tell you to shut the fuck up. It is in the eye of the beholder, Warden. <laughs> uh, you see this uh, little box here? I'm gonna make sure that this box is full of something very useful at great distances. You feel me? How do you plan on doing that? Uh, and he'll, like, open it slightly, and inside you'll see some plastic explosives. Um, that have been shoved inside of this little box. Is this uh, mechanically charges? Like, what are they called? It's just an explosive. Yeah, what's it called? Explosives. <laughs> what's the, it called in the game that you purchased it? No, that's what I'm telling you. Explosives with detonator. 
Oh, okay. So, so I've got times two is so my imagery. Yeah, yeah. Plastic explosive. Yeah, so I'm, I'm answering a question truthfully. <laughs> You're like, no, what's it called? <laughs> what's good. in the box? I thought it was like a, uh, called a, a door charge or something like that. Uh, no, it's not a breach charge. It's yeah. just explosives with detonator. It's what I used to kill. Uh, yeah, explosive charge power enough to blow open an airlock. All organisms in close range must make a body save or take a wound. Explosive. Yeah. Detonator works at long range. Yes, can be so, blocked by a radio jammer. Yep. So, uh, look, we got we got this. Is use. I'm going to make use of it if we need to. Do we you remember it somewhere. that all radio jams in Eden? When did we learn of this? Before going into Eden, all communications are jammed in or out of Eden. What about within? Yeah. In or in within or in Eden, there's a jammer, and none of your short range comms have worked. Well, is there another way of detonating it? There sure is. Yeah. Manually. Uh, so, yeah, there is. And it's not particularly friendly. I will do it, if need be. No, it doesn't need to be any of us. It uh, just... It will take a sacrifice from someone. Basically, I can have it. So, you know, when you open it, it's like pulling a pin. Give me the box. It's not made give yet. Me, give me... You have to give me a moment to uh, rig it, but uh, I can have it. So if, let's say, one of these gullible schmucks opens the box at home, it creates a big enough distraction. You feel me? Do you? I mean, I'm, that's a genuine question. Do you all know what I'm saying? How much time do we have before you have to return with Arcady? Oh, you've got about. 14 hours, 15 hours, perhaps, You're, by your internal clock? We got enough time to, to make our way back. It depends on what goes down here. But I'm saying this big ravine, this big bowl, it's got to have some sort of structural point, right? You blow the right component, I mean, we can always make it work, or uh, either that or we need some kind of wire, but... It would definitely disable the generator. We would... Uh, we could make a big enough distraction. I'm thinking that lump would at least give us a chance to take care of Marcus at a first point of call. I think the explosives is our last resort to cause damage, you know? We can shoot at it, we can use a grenade, we got options. You don't have to sacrifice nothing. At least not from our crew. I will think about it, but there is something I have to broach with Marcus myself. Alright, well, I don't I don't think that uh, staying here is the only option to be useful down here. You know, I I don't know, man. You do you, but I worry about it, you know? I'm not seeking to die. I'm just happy to. That that doesn't make me less concerned, I gotta tell you. That's 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 some that's some uh, red flag stuff kinda, you know? Um but look, pal. If you're on board, you're on board. This is what I got. Uh, I need two minutes to set up this box. No, longer than that. You don't make a, a, a meticulous bomb in two minutes, mate. Meticulous? What's meticulous about it? Put it in a box. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. If you box. rush through making an explosive in two minutes, could you it's perhaps set it box. off? Making a, uh, a botched together jury-rigged bomb? Certainly you understand the risks of this. Sorry. Which is fine. I understand. 
but uh, yeah, the existing explosive, uh, I would need something that creates a charge when a pin comes out. So mm -hmm. that's, or at least um, if it blocks a uh, signal when it's pulled out, allows signal to pass through. Like a um, wire? Yeah, pretty much. It just needs to be attached to the lid of the box so that when the lid comes up, it pulls the, it's like pulling the pin of a grenade mm. and then it allows the charge to go through it so that it completes and triggers. Sure. Um, but you don't get any time to get away from it if that happens. So that's why I was saying, I don't think any of us should open the box. No. And could it go, go off being jostled? No, it's no you'd have to like, you'd have mm. to give it a good bang. A charge. Um, well, yeah, or, or if someone was to jump on it or mm. hit it with a bat, you know, oh, so all of those things. So nitro. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I'm just saying if it, if it dislodged the wire internally with enough kinetic force, uh, okay, sure. then theoretically that would work as well. Yeah. So shooting it would work. That's why I was saying shooting it would work. Yeah. A grenade would work. Uh, oh, certainly. We could just avoid using the mechanism at all and just try one of those methods instead, but they're not guaranteed. What do you think, Doug? Oh, well, look, as an explosive expert... And we fade yeah. out. Maybe. Um, no, no, you can't do that, no. Actually, uh... <laughs> we fade out and we find at the same time that you're huddling, talking to each other, you see Harper, Dr. Elias and Marcus being led away. You see the two fallen guards within earshot with their backs turned behind the generator. And you feel the gaze of Rian burning a hole in the back of your skull as he keeps an eye on you. You were talking to Tony and Merkaba. No, I'm, I said at the beginning, he's keeping an eye in that direction. They disappeared. Disappeared? I thought they, they were go around out of your view. <laughs> we're slightly out of view. Yeah. All right. Well, he's still got to look in that direction. <laughs> yeah, you did say that, but yeah, I knew he wasn't going to let you get away with it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he just wanted to wait until it was... Uh, no. <laughs> uh, does Rian follow in no, eye he, shot? He... Well, it depends on... I don't know the layout, so it depends on if there's an opportunity for that. You can. You know, he just wanted to keep an eye out. So if he sees anything happening, he can sure jump in. But you keep, you move away from the group to keep your eye on these people as they're leaving and getting privacy. He'd be trying to stay as close as possible. If he loses sight, then he's just going to get worried. You, and he'll keep looking. You are so worried. And Harper stands in front of Marcus. Just you three, Elias, Harper. And Marcus says... Who is your friend? Uh, yeah, this is, um, Dr. Cameron Elias. They, they're part of the team. They were sent by Mercer. Elias, would you like to? This is Mark, cyberneticist Marcus Sledek. Yeah, we heard. I'm just here to make sure that nothing untoward occurs. As you mentioned, there's a trust issue. I am a reasonable man. Yeah, well, you know, it didn't seem that reasonable when you bashed him over the head and hit, hit him in a locker for however long that was. So just to ensure that everything's above board, I'm just going to take a few steps that way and just make sure that everything is kosher. By all means, stay. Listen to our conversation. I have nothing to hide. Great, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Harper says, Marcus, we know you were having trouble. We were in hell. We saw the child androids as the same as you. We know how stressful it was for you. Could it, could you have done something? You say it was Fogel, but could you have uh, alerted Monarch to our location? Marcus says, 
Papa, I have known you a long time. Do you have any recollection of me acting rashly or without thought? I thought about this for a long time. Fogel was sending information to Monarch. If you could find his corpse, I could prove it. I did his maintenance logs. I know what was happening. In the moment, I knew you weren't listening. You thought I had gone crazy. The company doesn't care. It cares about the artifact. It wants the technology. And as long as Monarch survives, as long as the Deep is here, this will keep happening. It's going to replace everyone. Everyone, Harper. I cannot let that happen. I hope you can understand that. And I hope you can join me. I just want to go home, Marcus. I'm sick of this place. Just give us the map and we will go. You know I cannot do that. You need to give me the key and you need to get that minotaur away. Either kill it or get it out. He looks at Dr. Elias. What key? The key you got through the door into the Chosen King's court. Did we get a key? Yeah, you got a a chip to get through the thing without being attacked. Okay. He basically wants access through the he wants to clear a path through the fortifications this is what you're Mm -hmm, you're guessing that the minotaur is blocking his army from going through the labyrinth he wants the minotaur gone he mentioned it either gone or dead doesn't matter and a way through the fortifications to basically cause havoc through the chosen king's court as the fallen rush in with access look I don't speak on behalf of everybody in the team but I'm that might be a possibility. Perhaps we should reconvene with your team and discuss this plan. Then I will give you the map of which you seek. Harper says, uh, Cam, that's pretty reasonable if I'm going to say. What do you think? Yeah, we'll run it past the others. I, don't, I can't speak on behalf of everybody. And we fade back, and you, Rian, you see Dr. Elias Harper return unscathed and flanked by the two fallen guardsmen, and behind them is Marcus. And you all meet again. Just give us a moment to oh, certainly. reconvene. Please. And I'll just kind of like nod my head over in the direction where we can have a quiet conversation. <laughs> Sorry, just had a thought. You are all. You want to share? You want to share? <laughs> just tell, just tell all the fallen. Hey, Monarch's got a plan for you and your life. If you want to be redeemed, kill the false prophet, and Monarch will become uh, will make you the chosen. <laughs> it's a thrilling plan. <laughs> with a few small cravats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cunning plan. Marcus may have had a few weeks lead-in uh, of uh, of indoctrination to... He's got a head start, basically. Yeah, yeah. That may have been how he got in here. 
and he's starting to convince them that he can lead them to their chosen status once more. So he wants the access chip for the door into the, the labyrinth, and the chosen wa- kingdom? Yeah. Through the fortification. Through the fortification. And he wants the Minotaur out of the way. And he would like the Minotaur removed. And quite frankly, those seem to align somewhat with yeah. our plans. And look, so, the, Minotaur, the Minotaur said it's got to get out of the deep anyway. John. Sorry. They would have to be able to follow us without the Minotaur being upset about it. I don't give a shit about the Minotaur. I. Yeah, but we're, we're going to try and get it out, right? Well, uh, it hasn't been vocalized yet, I don't believe so, Merkaba. The Minotaur does not need to die. If Sladek wants to move through its labyrinth and the Minotaur wants to leave the deep, those two things do not contradict. It might require that we deceive the Minotaur in some way, but I would rather that then kill it. Okay. You can do whatever you want with that thing. I'm, I just want to... Does I'm Elias want to kill it? I think she's gotten to the point where... I don't know. I think she's horrified enough by it that there's like a visceral fear and that might prevent her from doing that. But at the same time, she's adopted the like no fucks given attitude mm. where she's just like, I don't give a shit about this anymore. Nothing, none of this matters. We're here for what we came for and then we're leaving. Sure. So, yeah, that's still being panned out. I want Marcus's visor. uh, (laughs) Suit. The whole suit, yeah. It's a great suit, full of weaponry. Yep, I want it. (laughs) The most important thing is that we get him to show that he has the map or show where the map is. Once we know that, we have an advantage. Yeah, yeah, so, that's true. So we could agree to the deal only under the condition that he shows us where the map is. And then... Or hands it to us. Or hands it to us. But I doubt that. Okay. Deal? Yep, I will turn to Marcus. And I'll say, I think we can figure something out here. We can meet your terms... We want the map, and we want the map in our hands so we can ensure that it's the real thing, and then we'll hand over what it is that you want. Well, You well, also need to give us time. We need, we need to know that we're going to get back through the doors to get back to the surface as well. We can't, if we give you the key, how are we going to get out of here? There is a way out to the north. How do you think I got here? Yeah, okay, where does that go through? I believe the sewer system the filtration system and then the executive washroom the minotaur does extend beyond the minotaur does it not and that's what the graffiti said on that mirror so it looks like he's giving you uh, back information he's been there yeah and you know you opened and saw a tunnel you saw a go back for it because we thought that the way through we wanted to go through the door because it was creepy as well but so but that does not circumvent the labyrinth, does it? It does circumvent the labyrinth. Well, okay, well, let's do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Should have led with that. Oh, hey, I came here through a different tunnel. You, you, can have, you can have the key. If we can take that passage, circumvent the labyrinth, circumvent the minotaur, 
I will wait. I will show you the map to confirm that I have it. Then you will go back into the labyrinth and you will either destroy or remove the Minotaur. Tell it to lead you to the drain. Wait by the giant door to the east and open it. And I will be waiting there with my guard. Once I see the Minotaur has left the labyrinth, we will make the exchange and you do not have to see each other again. I I was just going to say, you give us the map, we give you the key, we lead the Minotaur out of the labyrinth and uh, through to the first floor. I have no way of confirming that if I do not see... You can just go and have a look and then... Yeah, that's what he means. You'll have the key. But we're going to go on our way with the map. Yeah, we're not leaving empty-handed. That's a, that doesn't work for us. You are not empty-handed. You are invited here and we have not raised arms against you and we have given you information. Half of these folks have no arms. That information is essentially useless to us unless unless we have the thing that we've just bargained with you for. Why, so is, it, why is it useful? Beca- it's u- because otherwise we're leaving with nothing. No, you're leaving with the information that if you go back to the Minotaur and have it lead you to the drain... Yeah, then we can get out. You open the door that he said yes. that's in there and you see Marcus on the other side and you throw him the the key. And he throws you the thing. Thoughts? If I wasn't clear. I, I misunderstood that, sorry. If I wasn't clear, that was the exchange. Okay, yeah. I just, got it. Just throws the map. What's it made of? It's in a metal it's tube. Like, it's made of glass. <laughs> uh, there's a thing called the drain, which is an exit to the yeah. labyrinth. He's ex- He can explain to us. I'll just do it on top of the table. But he's explaining to you that there's multiple, it's a labyrinth. There's multiple exits. One leads to the gutter. One leads to engineering. Access. This one goes wee, 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 all the way home. One leads to fortifications, the amphitheater, and another leads to something called the drain, which is like a big reservoir tank that leads into the gutter that they're living in. And there's a sealed door on that side. It can only be opened from that side because it's, it's meant to lock the... It locks all the fallen in this gutter. Mm, the okay. only way they can leave is through the labyrinth. Yeah. And basically the plan is open that door... Marcus will be waiting there. He sees the Minotaur has left the labyrinth and he gives you the map. Okay, so it just rests on whether we can convince the Minotaur to leave the labyrinth. Correct. Which that it, one's that's all you, which buddy? It, yeah, which said it wanted to leave. Or kill it. I'm not killing it. I refuse to be the Judas in this tale. So the question is... So it's basically, to get back home to level one... You're not going back through the court of the Chosen King, correct? Can no. we just rule that out? Absolutely yes. not. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so this Marcus, he got here somewhere, somehow. Mm-hmm. and what did, Wait, hang on a minute. Mm. Didn't Harper tell us that he hacked the door into Eden? That was into the Visitor Shrine area, the original entrance. Ma- um, do, uh, sorry, Marcus is saying he got through the executive washroom. He crawled through the... the to get to the Fallen. To get to the sewer and the Fallen, yes. Okay. That's how he All got right. in. So yeah, he okay. bypassed the Chosen Court. Yeah, got it. My question is, so he got to the Fallen from the washroom. Correct. Did he go through the labyrinth? He's been to the labyrinth. But did he go through the labyrinth 
on, on this no, path. No, he's saying it requires no labyrinth to get to them, but it's just but it has locked be, from the outside. But it has to be opened from within the labyrinth. It has, has, to, be, to, has to be opened by the Minotaur. No, 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 it has to be opened from the outside, like the entering into the drain from the chosen side. You can't escape from the fallen side without someone opening the door. Correct. I can't remember if we left it open, though. No, you've never been to the drain whatsoever. You came through the labyrinth. No, I mean, when we went to the washroom, uh, that door, that window, mirror, door. Well, that's, the, that's just a door into the sewer system. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's not a door into the drain room itself. It's a door. It's an access point into the sewer, which you have to navigate to get to the drain. So the question is, how do we get the Minotaur off? I guess we'd have to kill Arcady. <laughs> we have to kill, we'd have to kill Arcady. Well, the the, uh, as Dutch would say and Doug would say, the emergency plan is to... Oh, my God. Not co- that emergency plan. The emergency plan is to get to level one, get on your comms, radio Dutch, and say... Blow out the side. We're, we're going now. Come to get us. We're leaving. Dutch flies the ugly duckling down to the deep, that access port, the visitor's dock where Arcady docks, and then from there... You just get the fuck out. That was his emergency plan. Let's do that. The, the reason, that was so s- the reason stupid w- at yeah. the time. I can't believe... Yeah. Not stupid, but you know what I mean? Like, we were all like, that absolutely will not work yeah. at the time. And the, the, the concern was if the troubleshooters yes. see you, it creates a risk, which it does create a risk. However, Arcady's not going to let the Minotaur back on your ship. Yeah. Uh, you guys don't have so, to take the Minotaur with you back on no, the ship. No, you can try and kill it, but I won't let you. You can leave the Minotaur there. So you'd have to kill me or not get the map. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can abandon the Minotaur at any point and go back with Arcady if you want to wait. So there. just to trick it. So lead it out. Yeah. We could do that. And lead it out of Eden and go, see ya. If, if, if it's naive enough. To, okay. Hey, you can lead it out of Eden. Yeah. They can ditch Merkaba and the Minotaur and go home. You could. Merkaba can stay on the deep. Yeah. Can, can the Minotaur play dead and we just drag it onto the ship? Ship. Look, Look at this artifact we got. Uh, Katie's not going to be, <laughs> not going to go. Look at this. It's like a. That sounds like the best plan. It's like the head of a deer. It's just a, it'll just be about convincing John. the Minotaur. It will just be about convincing the Minotaur that we're not leading it out just so that we can let Marcus through, which is exactly what it didn't want. So you're going to lead this massive, this large creature, tentacles, up to level one. Yep. Map in hand. Yep. Minotaur in hand. Yep. Go up to the reception. Go to the visitor's dock, radio Dutch, radio Buck, radio Gordon, and say, we got to leave. We've got the map. We've got well, Harper. And we've got uh, some more cargo. That's the more dangerous plan. That's us, keeping a, that's us keeping my promise to the Minotaur. Or I could just say, we can't leave right now, but we will take you out of the labyrinth, move the Minotaur out of the labyrinth, you guys make the map trade. I stay with the Minotaur. You guys go up with Arcadia and leave me down here. That's the other option. Mm-hmm. That's the safer option. That the, sounds like the most appealing option. The duck me, option really. is hilarious, and I wish we would do it. But The I, other option is if I were to interject and to say it's something very likely that would happen, how apeshit you think uh, Monarch will get when he sees the Minotaur on floor one? You think you've got 12 to 10 hours to sit there? Or do you think security messages are going to be spamming across the intercom once more? In which case, either... Okay. 
How's it going to say? That sounds like a problem for the cameras. To deal with. What? <laughs> How's <laughs> it going to say the minute we'll Cameras to, everywhere. We'd have to save it for the last minute. So we'd have to do the trade-off with, you know, 10 minutes to spare if you guys want to get back onto Arcadia's ship. Um, but Arcadia that sounds dangerous. stays there for an hour. Stays there for an hour. Uh, not, Arcadia, if, not, if you, not if you're telling that Monarch's awake. <laughs> putting the Minotaur on Arcadia's shuttle is not an option. No, no, he not, will he, not he go for that. Yeah. So that's just what you agreed. This is when, this is the ditch murk of a plan. Yes. Yep. What do you think, audience? What do you think, audience? No! I think we found our endgame episode. So we're just setting that up before I... Come on, guys. Come on. Duck plan's so much fun, though. <laughs> yeah, I want to do the duck plan. You can do the duck plan. I you don't want to do the duck plan. I don't want to let, let it out. Let, let duck have his cowboy scene of him sitting in the, the pilot seat. we go... We're going to get out of here. Hold on to your fucking hats. Wait, what's that? Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's Shoot that, it. that thing off my ship. <laughs> I don't want no cat on my ship. <laughs> Kill the cat. Kill the cat. Oh, right. well, this must that's be... the point where we fade out and that's, you know. Well, this must be the end of the episode though, Andrew. So It is. I'm just, we're having fun. So I'm just, we're setting up the finale. So I'm just want to talk to make sure everyone is, is got there. Aligned. aligned. Yeah. So you can ditch me. Look. I I say we get him to show us the map, kill him, and get out. With or without the Minotaur? Fuck the Minotaur. We know how to get out without going through the labyrinth. <laughs> yeah, but you've, you're going to get the map off Marcus by force now. Yeah. No, no. Fight after, him. No, literally, I don't, I don't understand. I don't think what, he's going to show it to us. Um, well, he's okay, terms... he used to show it to us so that we know that he's even got it. He yeah, he said lying. that. And okay, right. We and, can get back into the scene. And then as soon as he showed us, bang. Yeah, uh, yeah black lump, foam gun, stun guns. 50 fallen surge towards us. All right. We're still in the, epi we're still in the episode, everyone. We're going to sort this out and we're going to find out what you want to do. Because that's a huge, that's the, that'll be an end game combat, my, my friends. If you're wanting to shoot Marcus and get the thing. Yeah, or we meet him at the drain with or without the Minotaur. Hey, can you tell us how to get to the drain? Can you get one of your pals to show us the way of the drain? You don't have to come with us. We just need to get there. And then attack Marcus in the And drain. then attack Marcus with a couple of his guards. He'll be uh, in a vulnerable position. Sure. As in comparatively. So, so will you. Won't he just be on the opposite side of the door? Like, I'm assuming if he has to throw it, there's an expanse of some We could also ask the Minotaur for help. Correct. To kill Marcus. Uh, you know you know the Minotaur, especially Merkaba, knows is a complete pacifist yeah. and will yep. not support, support any violence. So and may even stop you. We, we just need to, someone to help keep us alive. We, 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 we're trying to get him to give us this map so we can leave, but we're afraid he's going to fight us. Have you got that impression so far? What we, do you mean? If we try that he's going to fight us? If we yeah. take it from him by force. He's wearing a battle suit. Uh, yeah, if you take it from him by force, but are you under the impression that he's not going to be going through with his deal? Oh, look, it gives me that vibe. Yeah, it does give me the vibe. The I still don't know why he stuffed old mate in the locker. Well, to I'm not listening. Save... I don't necessarily take everything that he says yeah. at face value. He said it I mean? was to save him. Yeah, which... Yeah, to, to, he could have just taken him... him with him to the Fallen. Look, clearly to knock him out so that he could do some heinous things while Harper wasn't looking. What? He said that Harper would have stayed and fought to the death, and as a friend, he knocked him out and yeah, led him away. He knocked him out, and he what, stayed unconscious for six months, and he, he could no, have three, taken three days. You can survive without water, so less than three days, you can assume. He just has some memory loss. Yeah, um, we could have taken him. He could have taken him to the fallen, really. 
He could have t- dragged him with him if he was real. If he was a real one, real friend. Yeah, a real one. Well, I think Just the waters are sufficiently muddied. <laughs> Lord. Either way, I want I want the map, and I think we've got a plan to take it by force if necessary, and if not necessary, great. Okay, can we decide on plan A? Mm-hmm. I feel like plan B, which is the break glass in case of emergency, mm-hmm. is the Dutch plan. the generator. Oh, my God, this is another plan altogether. Is the, this is a different plan, Josh, because you were... The, no, I mean, like, getting the map... Plan A and Plan B. Sam is thinking of getting yeah. off of the deep. Plan A and Plan B. Yep, but it's the method of how we get off the deep. Sam, take it away. Okay. That's, yeah, that's Plan B that you're going through now. Should the break glass in case of emergency plan be that we get to level four, uh, one, we radio Dutch, he comes and picks us up, and we hope for the best in terms of the troubleshooters. Yeah. We we are all on board that that is not the first plan. That's not option one. Mm. Right. John, troubleshooters come. I jump out of the ship with the detonator. Just John, floating. just be serious. Sam's trying to get some things in. in yes. Let's do it. Let's get our, let's get our story straight. Okay. okay. That's not the first plan that we're going to attempt to execute. Are we all in agreement there? Yeah. Is it yeah. too high risk to attempt immediately? I mean, yeah, it's, it's very high risk. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to get sh- shot, shot down by this, the uh, troubleshooters. So is then plan A, which we're going to attempt to execute first, bail on Merkaba and the monitor and get out via Arcady after we exit the labyrinth. Yeah. Okay. John? It's not bailing on me because I've agreed to it. Well, you know, it's a mutual bailing. I could get off on another ship if I wanted to, if I decided to bail out. That's fine. Another diver could come down. I go up with him. Is that the plan that we're going to attempt to execute first? Sure. Okay. If that's the plan that we're going to attempt to execute first... What are we going to do with the 14 hours until Arcady gets here? Go down to level nine, uh, kill... Josh, we've got one more episode. <laughs> I will fade you out at the end of this, at seven o'clock, I'm fading everything out. Well, we could just explain, we could just explain to Marcus that we want to get off the station uh, with minimal risk. Well, once we make the trade, it's, it's up to us whether we keep walking forward or not. Yeah. We can still make the trade at the gate and we can just, and yeah. the minute can go back to the but labyrinth, really. It, it need not be suspicious that we wait 14 hours if we just explain to Marcus we want to get off this boat as soon as we've done this deal. Yeah. So we'll save it to the very so end. So we of... execute the plan at the end of the 14 hour yeah. window. How long was it, did it take us to get down? You've been here we beelined five it down or six here, hours. Right? Yeah. Well, we can, we can uh, work it out so that we are within reason, obviously, because not all of us are androids that have perfect timekeeping. Within reason, get onto Arcady's ship as that. What I'm what time I'm saying is, is how long did we did it take us to physically move from point A to point B? Like, how long is it from the dock to here? You've done about six hours of it's not it's not straight walking, is it? No, in total. Yeah, so I'm just saying, like, if we you have no frame straight. of reference to how much it would be straight, because the labyrinth is a maze, and it could be. How long did it take us when we had guidance? Uh, like a like a tour guide. Half an hour, I think I said. Yeah, yeah. You could always just um. What, what are we talking about here? <laughs> you could always just kill me and then kill the Minotaur. What I'm trying to figure out, what I'm trying to f- work out, is we don't want to be hanging around with the Minotaur 
outside of the labyrinth for 14 hours before Arcadia gets here. Yeah, plan A is to not take the Minotaur back. Correct. But the Minotaur will still be outside of the labyrinth. True. Which will set off all of the alarm bells. Possibly. Most, I would say that's probably a, a, almost a guarantee. So then we don't want to be here when that happens. If it's 14 hours until Arcadia pulls up, then we want to be executing the plan and getting to Arcadia at the end of that 14 hour. You can wait in Eden until you've got like an hour left. Yes. That's what I'm figuring out is we're not immediately gung ho. Get it. Go. You can sit in the washroom with Marcus, the timing to say, meet us at the washroom in 13 and a half hours or whatever it is. And then we go. Yeah. So what I'm saying is however long it takes to get from the dock to the second floor, and then however long it took to it would take to get to that bathroom. Yeah, plan. So I'll just We have that long out. to get to the bathroom. Plan A, which is the main plan, is to leave Merkaber and the Minotaur and fuck off. Yes. Okay, done. We're doing it. Yep. Yeah? Bye bye Merkaba. I mean realistically Merkaba uh returns to Soledek and, and you embark on a mission to uh destroy Monarch and we fade out. Yeah. yeah. Presumably, assuming Monarch doesn't kill us immediately because we've brought the Minotaur out. Or uh, Merkaba stays with the Minotaur and you find another way to live. Yeah. Yeah. Because, look, if I decide to bail on this plan, I could just wait for another lot of divers to come and then try and go back with them. I'm an yeah, android, I'm sure. so they won't. On Arcady ship? Yeah. Arcady doesn't, won't let the Minotaur aboard his yeah, yeah, ship. Not, yeah. You would have what to kill Arcady. What I'm saying is, don't worry about me. Yeah. Because I could decide to bail on the Minotaur with my free will mm-hmm. and uh, try to get. Back on Arcadia's ship with yeah. another diving team, just like like Armand or whatever. Yeah. Excellent. I'm sure um, Monarch will. I'm a, I'm an android, that. so it'll be a tall order. But uh, let us fade back in. Don't worry about me too much, because to it's not like I'm condemned to a permanent imprisonment. We fade back into the scene. Marcus returns, flanked by his guards. He lifts up his hand and holds up a small digital prism with the chip in the middle. Here is the database. Are we in agreement? I will move the monitor out as best I can. Agreed. Then I will see you on the other side next week. Brilliant. Let's do it. Let's fucking do it. (laughs) Pumped. I'm pumped. Let's do it. Let's do it. Taking right. his suit as collateral. <laughs> yep. And next week you on can, the Eminem. I, I'm, like, I'm fully, you can have it back, I am yeah. fully confident that all of that planning is just going to go straight out the window. And I'm here for it. We will see you next time straight for the, the finale Ghost in the Machine episode 18. We will see you next week. Thank you very much for following this story. We hope it will be a hell of a climax. I'm going to blow shit up. Exactly. Bye bye, John. Goodbye. 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 Egon.
you think of that name, Doug? Oh, it's great. Doug, what would you do if you were here? All right. Really? Let us get down to business. To defeat the Huns. <clears throat> well, I knew you were thinking it, John. Uh, John. <laughs> the word dreamt always looks wrong to me. Yeah, that's what Doug said. It's funny. He's dyslexic. And you also said that as well. Is that me? Oh, no. John? Is that Doug? That's Doug, yeah. I, I bet it is. Have fun, guys. Not at this table anymore, Doug. Doug, stop interrupting us from afar. He said, been in your house, Josh. That's uh, terrifying. I don't know. Anyway, Doug, don't interrupt us, please. I'm trying to play. <laughs> you just... Josh is going to the loo, though, so I'll be back. Oh. Well, we can pause. <laughs> we'll pause, because we might need you. <laughs> and I'll... Re- oh, no. I'll refill my drink. That was my... The ball of my ankle went into the middle. Oh. That's what I do that all the time. I had so many quotes left to go through, John. Sorry I cut you off. That's <laughs> all right. It worked out. Each scene to be sort of the same sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it could just be cut, 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 cut. I don't know. I was just like, all right, fine. And I <laughs> killed it. Actually, Brandy, you're right. <laughs> yeah. This is fucked. <laughs> he could have convinced you. There might have been a chance. Hit the self destruct button. <laughs> yeah. Hack the computer. <laughs> self destruct. Cut back to Merkel. I would love that. If, if only there was a way. Can we make some sort of nuclear bomb? <laughs> Look around you. You've got five seconds. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I love that scene. There must be a way to blow up Monarch. It's a bad, this is a bad module if there's no way to. This is not the scope of this adventure. I know. It's, there's princesses in another castle. When you return in two years, yeah. then we might be able to do it. If I'll bring Charlie. Doing different Merkaba will be down there as an NPC. <clears throat> Merkaba becomes Monarch. Yeah, it's like. um. That's an arc. In two years, if you want to uh, get back into the podcast, I'm more than, I should be more than willing. <laughs> in two years, we should pick up a new uh, system, have the new, uh, another one that's up and coming. I'd rather do nothing then. <laughs> it's going to be no for me, dog. I'd rather do nothing than not play Mothership. I mean, we had a go, we, we had a test run of that, playing Cyberpunk. Of, what if Mothership runs out of good graces and it's not popular anymore? Yeah. It's going have to be the Avatar RPG. Yeah. By the way, John. Yeah. Whenever you tap on your iPad screen, because it's leaning up against the yes, mic, I've, it's I've, making a sound. I'm just telling that. you now before hear Andrew hear it, hears it and tells you off. What's this? He, he, he. What's up? It's all right. Just my iPad was leaning on the microphone and creaking. Mm-hmm. All right, finish a drink and then we'll continue from when I just said Tony. Yeah, I'll say that. Yeah, I'll continue. Tony was ate the Kool-Aid, yeah. Yeah, just look at a box to put out of my head. Uh, <laughs> um, I, have to, I have to pee. Oh, John, all right. Hold the box talk. We'll get that funny anecdote. Box talk? <laughs> God, you guys are peeing like a... Like a pound Race horses. Horse. Good job. I'm making a meal of this now. <laughs> <laughs> I make a meal of this. I create a mass, a large distraction by blowing up in front of all the yes. troubleshooters. Look around you. Uh, can you construct some sort of neutron bomb? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh get back into it. I uh, would we'll go back to the scene where this is all happening, and yeah, just rip it up. You can eat it <laughs> like a snake. Hmm. 
Uh, do you know what my note said? It said, oh, hi, John. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. Uh, one second. So what we're saying didn't is... It didn't taste very nice. I've, I shouldn't have put that in my mouth. Much like Ghost of Gorlgrim, I've now become the protagonist of the campaign again. Oh, dear. You don't have to be. And the, that lead. All right. All right. Uh, I was going to say, and the big, gruff combat monster uh, was your best friend. Clearly. But, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> you said brandish first. I'm useful in a situation. <laughs>